Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the Mike Grab Podcast, episode 5. This will be for uh, June 30th, 2017. It is now, Jesus Christ, it, we're officially now into the back end of the year almost. Not really, but we're officially more than halfway through the year, which is kind of scary. I was realised that the other day, like, hang out with some friends... And I had to check something on my phone, like the calendar on my phone or whatever. And I looked at it and I had a moment. I was like, holy shit, it's June. Like, you know that it's, obviously, because you're not an idiot, you know that it's June and everything, but it just didn't really hit me until then. And I was like, holy shit, this year is halfway through. The fuck have I done? Not a lot. Shit. And that's why, I, like I mentioned in the last episode... I wrote a whole bunch of shit down that I'm going to have to get done by the end of the year. And it looks like I'm going to get most of it done, to be honest. Which is pretty sick. Like, how I wrote down one of the things I really want to do is go interstate. Um, Well, my buddy Chris invited me to uh, see the stand-up comedian Tom Segura in Sydney. So, him and I, he's going to try to G that up. Like book and all that shit, and then hopefully, um, hopefully that. Sorry, I was moving my microphone there. Uh, he knows what he's doing with booking and everything because he travels quite a bit. So hopefully that'll all work out, and I've almost, I've just about certainly got that time off work. So I think we'll be all good for it. It'll be sick. I've never actually been to Sydney before, so if that all works out alright, it'd be cool to actually see what it has to offer. It's kind of fucking scary though, because that's on the 10th of August, and the jiu-jitsu competition that I plan to compete in is on the 13th. So that's going to be a big weekend. And then the day after, like the 11th of August, that's Friends of Rom playing in Adelaide that night, so hopefully I'll be back in time for that. It'd be ideal if I am anyway, I've never... Wait, have I seen them before? Yeah, I saw them at this festival could no sleep till back in like 2010. But I didn't know who they were then, so I don't really count that too much. Okay, uh, what have I been up to this week anyway? Uh, when I last left you, I thought about going to the art gallery, and I didn't end up doing that. I actually um, hung out with some friends on... No, sorry, the day before this, I hung out with... Wait, what did I do? Okay, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. I hung out with the same friends two days in a row, but I did different things the nights afterwards, so I got a bit mixed up in my own head there. So, uh, my two friends moved out together, so they moved. Uh, they officially moved into their new house on Friday, which is pretty sick. It's like two really good friends of mine, and obviously really good friends with each other, moving on to the next step of their lives, and actually properly adulting, which is pretty sick. Maybe one day I'll know how to be a proper adult, but just not yet. I'll get there one day, though. Um, So we just hung out on Friday. Had a few beers here and there. Uh, Well, they did anyway. I didn't feel like drinking that night. Um, No, I I didn't feel like drinking when I was there because I wanted to drive around a bit. Because I had plans to go to the pub a bit later if, um, if I could. So then I ended up going to the pub, got way too drunk, 
fucking way too drunk. And, like, it's one of those things that, like, I got quite drunk, and it's one of those awkward things that I'm very much one of those people that when I drink, I'm pretty good, I'm pretty good. And then, like, the walk home or whatever it is, I feel pretty good. And then it's when I sit down in my house. I go, oh, shit, I'm a lot more drunk than I thought. So it's almost like it takes a minute, like takes time to catch up to me completely. And I go, ooh, dear, we in for a night. But no, that was a really good night. Saw a bunch of people I haven't seen for a while at the pubs. It's always pretty cool when you can do that. Always do that little, oh, we got to talk, we got to talk, we got to talk. Never fucking do. So I'm kind of over saying that shit. It's like, yeah, man, I, we'll we'll talk one day. Like, you want to say that awkward thing of like, when someone's like, yeah, we should hang out more. It's like, dude, if we really wanted to hang out more, we, you know, actually hang out more. We wouldn't fucking drunkenly stammer it to each other at like one thirty in the morning. But hey, it's just one of those things. It's a lot of fun, I guess. Uh, that was pretty good. Then um, The next day, I went and hung out with their mates again and they moved a bit more of their furniture and shit in. And then they had a bit of a, not a housewarming, but they had a few more people there and they had a few more beers. They had a drinks night and shit like that. I brought a bottle of wine around that I was going to drink. I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to drink tonight. And then when I got there, I just didn't really feel like it. Um, I don't know if you guys ever get that, but like, you just kind of get this idea in your head of like, yeah, I'm going to drink. It's going to be pretty good. Be a fun night. Or I'm going to do this and it's going to be this. Um, and I had that idea in my head and then when I just went to do it, I was like, yeah, I just don't feel like drinking to be honest. I feel like sleeping on my own bed tonight. So I waited till I got home and I was like, fuck, I want to try this wine. So I cracked it open, poured a glass and then before I knew it, I was like halfway through the bottle and it's the first time I can actually remember in a very, very long time that I actually drank like two days in a row, which for me is a fucking accomplishment. That's difficult for me, man. Like, I'm not a guy that's like, yeah, man, I drink so much, because I, I don't drink a lot, so it doesn't take too much to get me drunk, but, like, I just can't remember the last time I did it. Uh, So I just, yeah, had some glasses of wine, and I watched the um, Confederations Cup of uh, New Zealand versus Portugal, which was one of those things, like, I sent a video to my friend Matt, which is like, it's fucking, like, a Snapchat to him, I was like fucking annoying how the commentators are speaking like there's any kind of competition in this match when like the highest caliber of player on the New Zealand national team is like Andrew Durante and the highest caliber of player on the Portugal team is Cristiano Ronaldo it's like there's a very there's a slight difference there very very minimal But a slight difference. Like, fuck, man. You knew they weren't going to win, in other words. And Portugal won, like, 4-0. So, good on them. I'm a a Ronaldo fan. I'm a a football fan, so, you know. But it's good to watch greatness. I'm not a fanboy of anyone. Fucking fuck being a fanboy. That's lame. Uh, Then... Was last night I hung out with um my friends in their house again. 
we had a bit of a, like a catch up. Now they've kind of settled down a bit. Like they've got all their shit in there. Like they've got their fridge and they've got their internet and stuff connected. So we hung out and like played some games. I played this game called uh, Public On Public PUBG P U B G Player Ultimate Battlegrounds. It's pretty cool. So like, um, it's all online. And from my understanding, it's like a hundred people get dropped into this map and you have to basically be the last one standing. It's pretty cool. And you can like party up so you party are the last one standing or whatever. Um, it's interesting. Like it's a great idea and all. Uh, I didn't know how to play it so I just watched my friends play it just because I'm not patient enough to sit down and figure it out to try to get it done in five minutes. So I'm just happy to watch other people do it. But fuck, it looks like a lot of fun if you know what you're doing. So he did that. For a little bit. And then we watched some shit on Netflix. Like, my buddy Jack, he, um... He put me onto Key and Peele. Like, he showed me a bunch of Key and Peele skits. And I don't know why. I just had never watched them before. Just because... I don't know why. Like, I'd heard of them here and there. I just never looked them up. I think it was because it's always that cunty bit in my... Like, I was always, like, a dick in the, like... They're the real popular ones, so I'm not going to bother with them when I was really young because I was a fucking idiot when I was young. Still am, just more aware of it now. Um, But there was so much stuff, that, so many skits, sorry, that he pointed out that were so fucking hilarious. So now I've got a lot of cool online stuff to watch, to catch up on, so thanks for that, Jack. Um, Much appreciated. And then we watched... The new Chris D'Elia special called Man on Fire. If you've got Netflix, I highly suggest watching it. Chris D'Elia is a really good comedian, man. Like, he's different, but in a good way. His style of comedy is very unique because he likes to kind of complain in a way, but it's like, naggy complaining it's hard to explain because i'm not a you know i'm not a comedic expert i'm not a wordsmith as you very well know so i'm doing a podcast but fuck it um i understand i'm not a wordsmith so i never claim to be one (laughs) um but yeah his special is really cool he basically talked in this one because this is his third special that he's done and i believe it's his second for netflix and I've watched them all, and he's you really see his evolution as a comedian over the past uh, four years, I think it's been now, since his very first one. He's just got a very distinct style. He likes to... He likes... He's a silly goose, is the best way to describe it. Like, you can just tell the, that even though he's going out there and doing an act that he's done hundreds and hundreds of times, he's got such a genuine laugh that when he's actually laughing at his own jokes, he's actually having fun with it. And the I really, it's just, it's really cool that you can see someone like a comedian that even, that might be their 300th time telling that joke, but if they still laugh at it, I really like that just because I think that really shows that there's a lot of passion for what they do rather than, you know, that is the joke. And then I said, my dick, that is the joke. And then just blank face I don't know. it's like um when you see a band like if you saw metallica or something and they're playing enter sandman 
and they're all looking around at each other with like these huge grins on their faces and they're like dude they're having such a fucking fun time and it's probably like the hundred millionth time they've played that song today and then but that because you imagine they could get burnt out on the same thing especially if it's music because you know it's one of those weird things that as a stand-up you'd have to change your routine very frequently whereas you can write a banger album and then tour on that for 30 years yeah it's just cool to see something that's so fun to watch like to a medium that's entertaining and the person providing the entertainment is having fun while they do it i don't know chris lee is just a really cool dude so it's cool to see things going well for him so i highly suggest you check that out and I also saw online today that F is for Family got renewed for a season three, so I'm psyched for that. Um, fucking love it. It's a great time for comedy, man. Oh, I need to get into more of it, but <laughs> I might get sucked into it. I've always, like, I wanted to do, try to do, like, open mic or something at one point, but all my jokes are fucking terrible, like... They're either, like, the most plain joke ever or they're just not funny. Just kind of stupid. And so, yeah, I never really bothered with that. I'm not even going to say them on here just because they're that fucking dumb. (coughs) Sorry. Uh, So, what else did I get up to this week? I drank. Drank. I worked been a pretty good work week this is and again it's another thursday that i'm recording this and i actually haven't done anything really major this thursday i worked late today that's about it really but i've not had a very not a hatter i've not had a very eventful day today i think i gotta pick these thursdays back up man i gotta fucking come in with a full tank of gas come in guns blazing and give you a fucking like two-hour-long solo podcast. Fuck that. No one wants to listen to me speak for two hours. I'm surprised anyone wants to listen to me speak for half an hour. Uh, I appreciate it, by the way, if you do. Um, so what else did I get up to this week? Oh, yeah. Idiot. Um, I had my jiu-jitsu training this week, obviously. I have it every week. Uh, we did this thing called Survivor Week which is basically where we have multiple different kinds of scenarios that you put yourself in that you might get caught in a live rolling situation and you have to find a way out of it, like escaping that bad position. And then if you're the person that's um, in the dominant position trying to keep them from escaping, you can submit them. So... And you just keep, have we have a bunch of rounds of that where you try to do both. So it makes you, first of all, it helps you learn whatever, um, whatever you might be lacking. So, you know, you might know that you're better at escaping from some positions than others. And then you learn what sides you're better at escaping from and all that. Like, so you know which elements in particular you need to keep more of an eye out on. And then when you're the uh, basically the attacking one, you get to figure out what submissions you're more comfortable going for and what positions you're very dominant in. Like, 
I find myself lately playing a lot of mount. Uh, for those who don't know, that's when the person that you'd be attacking is laying flat on the ground, and you're you're basically mounted them. So the way that I like to play it though is that you're kneeling over them on your knees and you tuck your knees under their shoulders. Sorry, under their armpits. So basically, their arms. Are, um, I don't know why I'm. I'm physically do- doing what their arms do. You can't see it, but it helps me for some reason. So their arms kind of get pushed up behind their head so you can go for submissions a bit easier that way because there's I like to go for like wrist locks and not wrist locks, sorry, like shoulder locks and stuff like that. I'm not a big arm bar guy, I've noticed. I need to try to start doing them a bit more just because they're quite high percentage finishes when you can get them. Everything's a high percentage finish where you can get it, you fucking idiot. But I think you know what I mean. <laughs> um, I fucked my foot up, though, last night at it. Because one of our guys, he's a beast. Him and I were going, and then I've gone to stand up at one point, And he's grabbed my leg and taken me for a fucking... He's got a single leg on me. A single leg takedown, which, for those who don't know. Is um, when you go to take someone down, you basically grab um, like the back of their leg. Like, just... Where he grabbed me was um, just, like, in between my calf and my the heel of my foot. So, like, around where my Achilles is. So, he grabbed my right leg there. And then he's got me there. So, I'm hopping around on my left foot. And I fucking came down, like, on top of my, like, on, my, like, my tippy toes. And my big toe fucking bent in this really weird way. And just for this moment, I was like, oh, that's broken. But it wasn't, thank God. So, I had a hard time dealing with that. Um, But that's not an excuse for why I got submitted. He's just a fucking beast. And then I woke up this morning and I was like, ooh, this might be bad. And then I had a look and it's fucking, ooh, my big toe. Like, my foot is fine, but my big toe, just under it, I'm looking at it right now. It's all kinds of fucking purple and shit. It's gross. But I don't think anything's broken. I think if something was broken, I would know. I think it's just... Cosmetic damage. Chicks dig scars, bro. I don't think they do. I think that the notion of chicks dig scars came from guys that like to talk about how fucking dumb they are in the manner in which they got those scars and they think it makes them manly. Like, man, I cut my arm off for a fucking dare. Would you believe it? Fuck, I'm thick, man. Oh, okay. Those kinds of guys. For some reason, reminded me of one thing I saw at the pub. I saw this couple, well, this couple, this former couple there that ran into each other that had recently broken up. And I was talking to a friend of mine there that, like, if you run into your ex in a social situation, i.e. the pub, and you had a messy breakup, and you can't be around each other, one of you has to leave. Like, logically, how does one of you just not leave? Because I think that's not only inconsiderate for the other person, it's inconsiderate towards yourself, and, you know, if you... And the way that I think of it as well, anyone else that would be around. Because I saw them, like, going past each other, flipping each other off, and, like, saying weird shit under their breath and shit, and, like... I don't know anything about 
their relationship or whatever, and I didn't fucking pry because it's not my business, but there might have been reason for either of them to be mad at each other. It, I do, but the bottom line is I don't care. I was just there seeing it and it made me uncomfortable. I'm like, dude, don't do that in public. Like, you feel like that if we're adults, you can kind of, you know, realize that that's not a thing you should be doing. You shouldn't just be a dick to each other and just one of you has to leave. I'm sure either one of you would have somewhere better to go. Just do that and go somewhere with other friends. Ugh. I just... See, it's one of these things as well. Like, I I might be in the wrong when I say this too because I've not had any really terrible breakups that when I go past any ex-girlfriend, I want to flip her off and, like, say dumb shit to her, like... No, I, I have, I have like two proper relationships, previous proper relationships, and either of them, if I went past them, I wouldn't really care. Like, I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't really care if I went past them, but it would be, I like, I wouldn't care in such a manner that I have to flip them off and say some dumb shit to them to make them feel bad about themselves. Fuck that. I'm a fucking grown adult. Like, one of... Uh, I have an ex-girlfriend that I see at shows quite often, and if we spot each other, I just, like, wave and say, hey, what's up? Because I'm a fucking adult, you know? Like, I'm allowed... I don't fucking go make the situation awkward or anything, but I just want them to not, like... You have that thing where you both acknowledge that each other are there, and then every now and then you might speak to each other, but it's not a fucking thing that has to be a thing. Like... Yeah, I... You have to understand that, you know, you aren't a part of each other's lives anymore. And that's okay. Like, it's possible to not be a part of someone's life and still wish the absolute best for them. It's just a manner in which you don't actively do it anymore because you're not a part of it. So, like, there's a ton of people that I don't really interact with anymore that I want nothing but the best for. It's just happens to be that we're not a part of each other's lives anymore like I had one friend that I still deeply consider a friend of mine but we just don't interact really anymore which is a shame but we just kind of drifted apart and then I still want the absolute best for them I never want them to fall under any hardships and if they ever want to speak to me or they ever want a favor or anything like they know that I'm always there it's just one of those things that as you grow up and as you move on to other stages of your lives there's always a certain amount of people that you're gonna lose and it's shitty in a way but like at the same time I think it's really beautiful because it kind of makes you treasure it in a, to me in a way anyway it makes me a lot more appreciative of first of all the people that stick around not stick around but like the people that I've managed to keep around, sorry. I shouldn't have said stick around, because that implies that these people left intentionally and all that. The people that, I have, that I've managed to um, stay interacting with and everything, like my buddy Rip. I've known him for like fucking 10 years this year, which is fucked up in a way, because it doesn't feel like that long. It's weird. So like a guy like him and my mate Patty, you know, like guys that I grew up with and it makes me very appreciative of them because we know that, sorry, we're like, it's just, we, 
are kind of important people in all of each other's lives. And we understand that. And it's one of those things, because when I say that, it almost implies that I was that none of the other people were. But it just, what I should say is it makes me appreciate the people that are still there and the ones that have been there the whole time for me. No, that, that sounds so selfish. But the ones that have been... That I've been with this whole time. I think that makes the best sense. Grappling with this fucking human language. With this human language. With this English language. I'm getting tapped out every fucking minute by it. I'm like a fucking... Not even a white belt in the English language. This is fucked up. I'm 22. This is weird. So, (laughs) to break that down. It makes me happy for the people that I'm still... It makes me appreciative of the people that I... I'm still friends with, like actively friends with, because I fucking love them. Like, my friends are awesome. I don't really have any shit friends, I don't think. I feel like if I did, I'd be aware of it. Because there are definitely people that I know of that I have interacted with here and there that are quite toxic, that, like, that for what I, in that, they're into things that I would might be like illegal and kind of gross and shit that I just wouldn't be into that I feel like would not be beneficial towards me as a person, especially, you know, now as I'm trying to, you know, do this thing as I want to be a better person and everything. It wouldn't be beneficial towards that goal. Like, it's one of those things like to get kind of deep here. I was walking around work the other day. Like, when I say the other day, so walking around work, like, today, thinking about, I don't think this is a spoiler for Chris D'Elia's Man on Fire, but there's just this one point that he makes really well, he, like, a, just a really great point that he makes about, like, relationships. Not even just romantic relationships, just relations, but he is talking about relationship, romantic ones in this vein, though. Because um, he's talking about how everyone thinks that love is like a movie or whatever and he goes no it's fucking hard like it's shitty but he says anything that's shitty is equal parts as good that's the yin and yang of things which is really interesting like that was surprisingly profound out of what he said because i really agree like obviously there are some things that are just pure shit you know like People that abuse other people, people that kill other people, pure shit. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like a relationship with anyone can be really difficult, but it can equally be as fucking amazing. I don't know. I, it makes... that. This is why I highly recommend you watch his special, because the point that he makes within that is really great. I just significantly agree with that. Because it really got me thinking about things like... Not impermanence, but like... Fragility. And like... It's one of these weird things that I was walking around today. I was like, fuck man, one day I'm not going to be here. Which is kind of fucked up. So... You can kind of freak yourself out if you go down that rabbit hole enough. I don't... I used to do that a lot. I try not to. I kind of do here and there, but yeah. no point freaking out about something I can't control. Um, but it had one of those things like I'm almost tw- twenty. 
No, I'm not. <coughs> Sorry. But I'm not very far away from being like 25. And when I was younger, 25 was like grown. And I still, I it's almost like I look at 25-year-olds now and I'm like, you still, you're an adult. I'm not. I'm 22. It's weird, man. Like, I kind of let myself drop off over the last few years. So, seeing people that kind of have their shit together and all that kind of makes me, like, understand a lot more that I have to kind of make the most of the time that I do have. You know, not even, like, as in my whole life, but I mean as in, like, that I have right now because one day I'm not going to have as much spare time to do these things. One day, like, I'll probably have, like, a family or something one day if it probably, maybe. I don't fucking know. But, you know, that's just kind of what you might expect you'd have. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Before getting too deep and philosophical on you. Apologize. Check, check. Check. Sorry, I had to just check my um volumes there quickly. It almost... Check, check. Cool. Just the sound waves when I was recording looked very quiet, so I had to just double check that um everything was all good. Alright, I'm going to move on to my album recommendation for this week. The album that I recommend you listen to this week is the most recent Trivium album called Silence in the Snow. Came out in 2015. It's a really good song. Uh, really good song. It is a good song. Um, there's a song, like, a song on the album is also called Silence in the Snow. It's a really great album. Uh, 13 songs and it goes for 53 minutes. And I believe they're on Roadrunner Records. Uh, and the song... If you want to listen to any song from it, I'd probably go with Until the World Goes Cold or Rise Above the Tides. Those are my two favorites off that at the moment. Trivium are a really cool band, in my opinion, in that you can go through that whole kind of discography and just watch them evolve. Like... Their really early stuff, lots of screaming and all that. Then they had their real metal phase. Then they're just their last few ones have been a bit of a mixture. And it's just interesting because not a lot of bands really have that uh, evolution over their life cycle. So I always back Trivium just because... If they're not, even if they're not doing something I'm a huge fan of, they're almost always innovating in some manner. So, if, like, just listen to any Trivium album, really, if you want to, but, like, the one I recommend is Silence in the Snow. Lots, it's just a great album. Just because, even though it's all singing, which is a bit different for Trivium, since, you know, they're known for a bit of heavier shit, it's pretty damn heavy still. Like... They reached another level here with some of the melodies and stuff with the guitars. I'm a big fan of it. Especially, like, the the guitar solos in Rise Above the Tides. There's just this one note that gets hit, like, four times in the guitar solo that gets bent just like... And it's... Fuck. Like, it's one of those things that when I drive along in the car, I, like, hit the steering wheel in unison with it. 
and just and I just bend my finger and shit like I'm actually doing it. Like I'm there. I was there. Uh, living my little rock star dream, driving around in my fucking Holden Cruise looking like a government car. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess I should start wrapping this up then, since I tend to wrap it up around this time then. Uh, what am I up to this weekend? I might be up to a bit, hopefully. Tomorrow night, I've got a friend's birthday party, which will be a lot of fun. Um, probably not going to have any alcoholic beverages at that. Probably, there's a chance I might be driving some friends home if they need it. But I'm probably going to not drink that night anyway, because I'm probably going to drink this weekend. Sound like I'm a fucking alcoholic, but it's the first time in a while that I've actually drank. So I'm a, I'm a celebrate. I'm going to let my hair down. Um, fuck, the amount of times that I said I'm not going to sing on this podcast and I do little dumb shit like that. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, I think some buddies are just like my friends that recently moved out. I think they're going to have some drinks again, which would be pretty cool. Play a bit of AFL Evolution. Kick some torpedoes. Kick a torp. Bloody torp. Uh, I'm not even... I can't be bothered explaining what that is. It's just a way that a ball gets kicked in AFL. It's fucking hard to do in real life, but it's so easy to do in the game. Um, What does the rest of the week have for me? Jiu-jitsu. You know what? I don't actually think I have a lot planned for the rest of this week. Interesting. If I have a bit of a blank slate, that gives me free reign to make something of it. So here's my promise to you, my listeners. First of all, I'm not going to call you my listeners because that's very fucking demeaning. I apologize. Here's my promise to anyone listening. I'm going to do something exciting before the next podcast. So I'll have something cool to talk about. Wow, I've almost hit 35 minutes already. Once you get rolling, when you start like a podcast, when you've got just got the first few sentences out, it gets pretty easy after that. Okay, I will let you go. Thank you for listening to the Mike Grab Weekly Podcast. Um, if you're enjoying what you're hearing, please subscribe. Uh, rate and review if you'd like to. Uh, my social medias, as always, are at Wiggum17, W-I-G-G-U-M-S-1-7. That's both my Instagram and Snapchat. I'm most active on both of those. Won't really bother with Facebook. I'm not really a Facebook guy. I just have them, but I just have Facebook for um, like my jujitsu group and stuff that I'm involved in. So I'm not very active on there. But I like to post on Instagram and I like to, you know, send dumb shit to my friends on Snapchat. So if you want to send me a DM or send me a silly snap, go for it. Be a lot of fun. Always always fun to interact with new people. Okay. I think that's it. Okay. That's the last time I'm going to say that. I'll let you go now. Okay. Have a great weekend, guys. Have a great weekend. Yes, sorry. Have a great weekend, guys.